You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Kings. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Uh, I am a host at KHTK 1140, home of the Kings, radio home of the Kings. And I also work on the uh, Kings radio broadcast every game. So as you could say, I am uh, locked in. Unlocked on. So, ready to talk some Kings uh, today on March 9th, I think. I don't even know what the date is, but I do know that they have a game tonight against the Orlando Magic. Uh, that's when you know when you're a hoops head. When you can't tell the date, but you know what game it is, uh, what games are being played tonight. And it is Kings in Orlando. And I'm interested in this one uh, because I think it's going to be a good game. It, it's obviously a better matchup for the Kings than, than the Pelicans who they played last, uh, last game a couple days ago just because they match up better talent-wise. The Pelicans are a better team. That's all there is to it. They have more talent, uh, deeper. Even though they're not a crazy deep team, I think we all know where the Kings are at. Um, But the the Orlando Magic, they're another team with, you know, 20 wins, kind of trying to find their way. And uh, as we saw with the Kings playing against uh, the, the Knicks and the Nets last week, getting some nice wins, some entertaining wins at the very least. Uh, they play better against teams they match up better against. I mean, that's really simple, or probably oversimplified, but it's just, it's a fact. Uh, when they play teams that, you know, are outside of their league, they usually take a loss, and you're searching for, for positives. Uh, you know, against the Pelicans, I think the, the most positive part was they were able to get it to 11 in the fourth quarter, uh, and that was about it. So, this should be a good one. There are some things I'm looking for in tonight's matchup uh, that I'm pretty excited about. And then there's some things I'm going to talk, talk about in a little bit. Going to get, get the train going, I think. And uh, if you listened to my last uh, podcast, you might have an idea about what I'm talking about. But I'll, I'll let you know when we get there. Uh, one of the main things I'm looking for, De'Aaron Fox. We don't know if he's playing tonight yet. Uh, I, I haven't heard anything yet. It, he, he had lower back uh, problems. Against the Pelicans, it kept him in the game for about four minutes, and then he had to get subbed out because of it. Uh, we've seen Willie Cauley-Stein have these, I don't know if they're the same problems, but similar problems that have kept him out. don't know if he's playing tonight either. So it those are a couple things I want to see, who's going to play, obviously. Uh, but if they do play, what what kind of minutes is, is uh, De'Aaron getting? Is he going to be another 22-minute game, or is he going to get the you know 33-minute treatment that I'd like to see? Same thing with a guy like Buddy Heald, and we talk about it all the time. Uh, it started to get better. He played 26 against the Knicks a couple games ago. I think he played uh, uh, high 20s against the, uh, the Pelicans. He's a guy I want to see get more minutes. And he played all right against the Pelicans. Some of his stats and points came late in the game when he was just chucking, trying to get back into the game. But... It, it, it still worked. <laughs> it still worked. He did have a rough early part of the game, so it was a mixed bag. It was a mixed bag, but I, I just I, I, I'm intrigued by him because I I'm not sure what he is. Is he just a shooter? And if he is, that's fine. That's something you still need, especially in today's NBA, where the three point shot is the most important shot in the game, pretty much. But or can he be more than that? Uh, I also like his role as a six man. He, he here's here's the ceiling I kind of see for Buddy Heald. A J.R. Smith, uh, Eric Gordon, uh, Lou Williams type, and he, he may not ever be as good as any of those players. But just the idea, he, 
a six man that could be a borderline starter. A six man that if you have to start for you know twenty games, you're fine with it. And I want to see can he get there? Is that actually in his game, or is he strictly a six man, strictly just a shooter, what have you? I mean, like I've I've compared him to Kyle Korver just in the sense that Kyle Korver's made you know a fifteen twenty year career out of just being able to shoot. And I think Buddy Hield will do the same. But what level will he reach? And so that's something I'm watching for every game. Another thing I'm taking a look at is Frank Mason. He, we all love Frank. He's aggressive. He's fearless. Uh, he gets to the hoop. He, his his uh, long-range shot, his threes have been going down a little bit uh, recently. But with that fearlessness and that aggression comes some ill-advised shots, some ill-advised attempts. Uh, he'll go at a seven-footer and try and finish over him. And, Frank, you're not even six-foot, man. Come on. <laughs> but that's part of what you love about him is his fearlessness and his, you know, F you, I'm, I'm doing it <laughs> kind of attitude on the court. But I'd also like to see a little more awareness on some of those drives where, all right, I've, I've drawn in the defense. Maybe I kick it out. Uh, there is a seven-footer in front of me. Maybe dribble it back out. But he had a pretty okay game last last game. That's the thing. Numbers are a little misleading. I think he had 16 points, but again, similar to Buddy, a lot of that came late in the game. Uh, didn't really have a great game, uh, but the numbers looked all right. So can he get it going early, especially with De'Aaron out? He'll be getting a, a big chunk of minutes, or we, we assume De'Aaron's out. Uh, so we'll, we'll, that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Scal, I am intrigued by Scal. We all are. And it's been a pretty disappointing season, probably because the expectations we had from last season, which might that might be our fault. We might have really overrated him. But I really like seeing uh, what I saw out of him. He's, he's been aggressive. Some of the awareness he could work on. I mean, he had Drew Holiday in the post last, uh, last game against the Pelicans and, and decides to throw it out instead of, like, you need to be able to finish over a six-foot guard every time. Every time. Every time. Especially when you're scout. Like, come on. So that's something to look for. Uh, Jakar Sampson, I think he got 18 minutes last game, looking to see if they bump that up. I'd love to see him get some starts, to be honest. Uh, he's he's just, a, as you know, as you've heard, I say it all the time, he's just a high-energy player, a, a, a very solid role player, and he just, things happen when he's on the court. Things happen when he's on the court, and I'd like to see him on the court more. Uh, Costa, as you know, I think he's the GOAT. So uh, GOAT Stakufis just came up with that just now. Genius stuff. <laughs> uh, does Bruno get any run? All, all those things are the things I'm looking for, especially against the team they match up against. And then there's some things I'm looking for on the other side as well, and that's on the Orlando Magic side. And uh, might, might, might start the conductor. Might, might become the conductor on this train. And I'll tell you what that means uh, in just a minute. You are listening to Locked On Kings here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to Locked On Kings. I am Charles T. Hamilton. Uh, we are hours away from the Kings taking on the Orlando Magic tonight. And I just went over some of the things I'm looking for from the Kings. And here's some of the things I'm looking for from the Magic, or at least some things I'll be very interested in. Uh, Mario Hazonia, he's been playing better. He's not a superstar by any means, but he's, he's definitely started playing better. And the reason I'm going to be watching him is because he's a free agent uh, this, this coming off season, And... He could be a solid get for the Kings, and I'll tell you why. And it's not because you're getting a big name or anything, but because it'd be a low-risk, high-reward 
uh, move for the Kings. Now, whether he can, whether they can, whether some team throws big money at him, which I think would be crazy. But you know, we've seen crazier deals. We've seen Mozgov get sixty-four million. We saw Joe Kim Noah get seventy million. We've seen crazy things happen. So, who knows? But I would, I he's someone I'd be interested in, especially at the three spot. Uh, he's, he's, it's funny. He's one of these shooters that can't really shoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he, he's gotten better this year. I think he's up to about thirty-four percent from three, which isn't great. But he's also 6'8", 220, has position versatility, average defender, not great, but would still be a solid get for the Kings, I would say personally, uh, because of the, the fact that you would be able to get him for, for somewhat cheap. I mean, cheap might be the wrong word, but you're not going to have to pay him big money, and he could end up being a good player. He's not that yet, but he could end up being that. Uh, someone else I look at and... If I'm a Kings fan, I'm kind of kicking myself a little bit. Is uh, Jonathan Simmons, and he's not a free agent, but he is uh, on. He's on the. Uh, excuse me, sorry. He's on the Orlando Magic, and he's having a solid year. He's a solid player, and he's a guy that they were able to get for a a, a contract that doesn't break the bank that you could be fine with, and that is someone. Th- those are the kinds of players that I think the Kings should be going after. Not as much the big-name players. And as I say that, I'm going to bring up a big-name player that I want them to go after who is also on the Magic. But Jonathan Simmons is kind of the same situation I'm talking about with Mario Hazonia. Hopefully they wouldn't have to pay Hazonia the same amount that the Orlando Magic paid Simmons uh, because Simmons had pedigree playing with the Spurs, uh, etc. But those are the kinds of players I'd be more interested in for the Kings. Low-risk, high-reward, kind of underutilized players looking to take that next step. And Hazonia might be one of them. Uh, he might not be either. That's the thing. It is a risk, but low risk, high reward. So th- those are a couple guys to be interested in. And the last one, and this is the this is the train I'm getting started. This is the movement. Get ready for it, people. Aaron Gordon to the Kings this offseason. Book it. Done. Let's go. Woo-woo! That was terrible. Getting the train going. No, Aaron Gordon is a 22-year-old power forward for the Orlando Magic. I'm sure you all already know that, who is having a very good year. He's putting up 18 a game, shooting 34% from three. He is a lockdown defender, and he is a restricted free agent this offseason. And restricted free agency is tricky because, as we saw with Otto Porter this last season, the Kings made an offer. They put in the offer sheet. So did other teams, and then Washington just matched it, uh, which they kind of needed to do with where their team was at. Orlando, I'm 50-50 on whether they'll match it. They probably will, but it's not a sure thing. It's not a sure thing. They're a team that's in a situation where declining to pick up a max contract for Aaron Gordon would make sense. Uh, for for the Wizards last year without a Porter, it didn't make sense. That was their starting three guard, one of their best shooters. They needed him. Uh, as a playoff team, they needed him. But the Orlando Magic, a 20-win team for year in, year out, and missing on lottery picks, and etc. Do they put that kind of value in a guy like Aaron Gordon? Do they... 
decide that Aaron Gordon's worth it for them for that amount of money. And they might do it just because he could be a trade piece or they really believe in him, etc. But for a team like the Kings, I, I would love for them to put in the offer and hope that they can, can get him. Because if you think of the, the first off, it would give them a piece, a piece that you know what it is. Because uh, some people like uh, De'Aaron, some people like Bogey. Can you tell me what they are, either one of them? What kind of player they are, what they're going to be? Because I can't. I like them both. I think they're both solid. Are they? Do we know that they're more than role players? Bogey, I'm, I, I feel like, yeah, probably, but not positive. Same thing with De'Aaron. And they're both one, less than a year, less than a one full season into their NBA careers. But if you look at the pairing of, say, Bogey, De'Aaron, uh, Justin Jackson, Aaron Gordon, and Willie Cauley-Stein, or Costa Kufis, whoever you want to put at the five. Zach Randolph could play some five. That's an intriguing, intriguing lineup. And uh, intriguing talent, too. You could throw Scal at the five. Aaron Gordon can play small ball five. Uh, there, there's, it would just do a lot of different things for the Kings, and it would be a great piece for the fans also I mean fans would love it because they make that big move and get their big name player even though he's not he's not a top superstar or anything like that but he's getting 18 and 8 so it it's just something that I am very intrigued by Jason Ross brought it up to me the other day and I was at first I was eh, maybe maybe not now I'm all aboard all aboard <laughs> the Aaron Gordon to Sacramento train let's get him Get him a ticket in Orlando. He'll hop on the train. He'll come to Sacramento. You are listening to the Locked On Kings podcast on the Locked On Network. Welcome back to Locked On Kings. So that will do it for today. I think it's Friday the 9th. I'm not even sure. Who knows? I know they play Orlando Magic tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, jumping on the uh, Aaron Gordon to the Sacramento Kings train with me. Uh, it's going to be a long ride. Hopefully we will arrive there probably uh, early July, I think, is when it happens. So, you know, st- stick around. It's going to be a long ride, but we'll get them. We'll get them here. Uh, tune in tonight for Kings Magic, and we'll be back next week with more Locked on Kings. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good weekend, y'all. Peace. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day.